0: what's up what's up everyone welcome back to the love solutions podcast it's your girl sayani welcome everybody it's your girl daria marie i'm so happy to have you yes and um we hope you enjoyed last week's very uh interesting educational and (laughs) deep uh solutions and conversation that we had (laughs) was a very interesting episode. It sure was. We were very open. We were very
1: honest, but we both educated ourselves on something and we wanted to share it with you guys. That's what we're here to do is to provide you with solutions. And a lot of people have given me feedback that it was very helpful. So I'm very yeah. glad you guys got something out of it.
0: Yeah. You have sent me a, a screenshot of, um, someone had mentioned adding like a question to the poll
1: Yeah, so after listening to our last episode, one of my followers messaged me and asked me the top five tips that I would give to a man in terms of um, being with a woman in the bedroom.
0: Mm. And what were your tips?
1: It was so interesting because this is someone that I actually have never spoken to before. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I never spoke to him before and I just received a message from him and he was like, wow, that was amazing. And it's really great to hear a female perspective. Um, You know, a lot of times, you know, you don't really have these open conversations with a woman and, you know, what you and your girl were talking about, about just being open and honest and having conversation. Like those are are some pretty interesting things. So I was like, how old are you? (laughs) right like can i get your age first (laughs) i I mean i I wanted to know how old he was because when someone tells me that they haven't had certain conversations it makes me wonder how old they are um Mm. and he was like 30 lol and i was like oh god (laughs) okay um so he asked me the five tips that i would give to a guy and Mm -hmm. these were them okay i said number one take your time number two, be gentle before you're rough. Number three, aim for her climax first. Number four, find out her nose before. Mm
0: -hmm. And number five, respect boundaries. And when you say say respect her nose, meaning her non-negotiables.
1: Yeah. So I said, find out her nose before, like, so before you get intimate with someone and just try to, you know, like pull a fast one and just, you know, sporadically try to do something with a woman, not knowing, and same thing with a man, not knowing if they're down for what you're about to try. If it's not ordinary, I think that you should have a conversation about it first, or at least discuss it with the person before you have like an awkward encounter.
0: I agree. I agree. Those are great tips. Yes, Darvia. Yeah. He told me, he told me to write a book. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I would be very fond of that. I think that that's actually a great idea. So you should put that on your bucket list. That's all I'm saying.
1: Honestly, I said to him, I was like, I do a lot. I was like, a bitch is tired. I'm a director <laughs> of a child. Care <laughs> I'm a wellness coach. I do a podcast. I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe, oh. one, day, maybe one day in the future. I said to him, um, but it was really just interesting to have a conversation with, you know, a follower that I've never even engaged with before and for him to right. open up to me and pretty much tell me that it was interesting to hear a woman's perspective. So that, right. was, that was
0: great. That's awesome. Um, that, that, that makes me happy to know that a man felt the way he did listening to our podcast. The fact that he reached out to you, he felt comfortable enough to reach out to you and ask for your opinion ask wait so i have to tell you so number three said aim for her climax
1: first right and he goes why not at the same time lol so i said did you listen to the podcast
0: right like did you not listen you know what
1: <laughs> because oh watch the netflix we're listening you would understand that the concept was that women climax differently than men, meaning during intercourse, it's less likely. So therefore you have to pay special attention to the woman first. And I was like, dude, did you even listen to
0: it? Exactly, (laughs) like, you know what? Please make sure you listen to our podcast from beginning to end. I promise you, Daria promises you, right Daria? Yes, I do. That you will get solutions. And it's a great conversation, which is why today's topic, that we chose was solutions, um, sorry, solutions for moving at a healthy pace in a relationship and committing to a person for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why uh, we chose this topic was because, um, so if you are new to this podcast, uh, I, I'm, I'm a consultant, for relationships, dating, uh you name it. I that's what I do. So if you want to call me a relationship coach, dating coach, marriage coach, things of that nature, um that's what I'm here to do, but I also I also help people build around their single life. And yes, I can give you all the solutions in the world, but I also have to keep an open mind when I meet a, a complete stranger, an individual that I've never met before. And I have to listen to them, sit there, keep an open mind and listen to what they're telling me. So this topic came up because I was telling Daria about someone that I, that I know of that found the love of her life within just two months. hmm And the way they met was so wild that, you know, within just two months, they are exchanging I love you's, they are, you know, she's taking him on a trip for his birthday, they are so intertwined with one with one another in less than a year, you know what I mean? Like they just met, they hit it off two months in and they are just so in love with each other. I'm talking about to the point where they are moving in at the end of this summer. And to me, I was just like, wow, see everybody's pace is so different. Correct. Everybody's pace is so different. And for me, it was like, wow, would I do that personally? No, I, I wouldn't, that, but that's just me. Now, when I speak- So why, why? For me, the reason why I wouldn't move so quickly and I'd be a little hesitant is because of the fact that I like to ask questions. My, my, My main thing is get to know someone Take your time getting to know someone and let this person get to know you. But what I learned from this is it is okay while getting to know someone, you can be in this relationship with this person and still grow with them, like still get to know them within the relationship because that's what you do once you agree to be in a relationship, right? hundred percent. So right there and then when I heard this story, I said, see me in the other hand, no. But then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? I can't really say anything about that. You know what I mean? Like I am not, I am not in their shoes. I know what I've been through. I know the things that I've gone through in my past relationships and, and in the relationship that I am. Right now, uh, I mean, we quarantined together, which I feel that's what sped up uh, our connection and our growth within our relationship, where it became serious. And we did our, you know, exchange our love yous. Um, within- Who said um, it first? Did you say it first or Taylor said it first?
1: Um, Who said it first?
0: You have to remember this. That's like a monument. No because you know what we had a moment No, I said it first. I said it first. I'm I'm thinking about it right now and yes, I said it first because I had to think about it for a moment. The reason why was because I remember when he surprised me by taking me to cats um the on, on the birthday weekend uh the first year um of us being in a relationship, I remember At CATS, he asked me, he was like, no, I'm sorry, I I have to correct myself. Wow, this is what happens when you have bad memory. I just remembered, it wasn't actually um, a year into our relationship. We weren't together yet. Actually, we weren't together yet. He took me to CATS, which I had never been before in my 32 years of life in New York. And at CATS, he asked me, this was at least four months into into us like dating three, three months, three months, sorry. Three months into us dating. He asked me, he's like, hey, are you like falling in love with me? Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And I told him, I'm like, yeah, I feel like I am. And he smiled. He had a huge smile. And then I asked him, I'm like, are you falling in love with me? And he told me, (laughs) Being the teller that he is, um, I asked you a question. So you need to be your own person. I was like, I remember this. Mm -hmm. You were so
1: so mad.
0: Yeah, I was like, wow. Okay, that's fine though. Mm -hmm. You lucky you did all these nice things for me and you barely know me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, is like Taylor, I love him, but normally the I love you is a reciprocated thing now I've been on the other end where someone has said it to me and I wasn't ready to say it back so it's kind of like awkward and uncomfortable in that sort of moment but he asked you so I'm thinking if he prompted the question that maybe he was feeling the same way and he wanted to see how you felt first that would be like a smooth way to
0: say it but he then later, didn't,
1: he later admitted it. didn't even reciprocate come on
0: right he later admitted that he felt very strongly about me um at that at that moment so he wanted to ask me to see where my head was at how did i feel because he had very strong feelings for me and I, so did i you know so that that moment right there is what made me think is was you know it, i can't tell somebody that they are moving too fast because if they feel this way due to the fact that this person is taking the time being consistent putting the efforts um and it's every single day how can you control how you fall in love with them if you two are feeling exactly the same for one another So that's my thing.
1: Um, When you were talking about this female that, you know, is moving in at the end of the summer and already planned the trip and they're exchanging I love you's now I'm my opinion is very split with this because Mm -hmm. I, I agree with what you just said in terms of how you can't tell somebody how to feel. Right. And you can't tell somebody that they don't feel as strongly for you if that's honestly the way that they're projecting their emotions onto you. Right. Now, if it's genuine and you actually have these genuine pure intentions with somebody and right. you're, moving, you're moving at a fast pace because it's reciprocated on both ends and you both feel like you want to, you know, like take it to the next level and not. I don't want to say waste time because I feel like you're always getting to know somebody. Like even exactly. five yes. years into a relationship, ten years into a relationship, you're learning the same person at a new level of their life, right? Exactly. So, I was listening to a podcast by Jay Shetty, and he was talking about his marriage with his Shout wife. To Jay Shetty, Jay Shetty is my guy, and he was talking. <laughs> he was talking about how people get complacent in relationships. And that's because, you know, they talk about when you first date somebody, how you ask what's your favorite cuisine and what's your favorite color. And like, you know, the basic questions and, you know, a year into the relationship, you're not asking those questions anymore because you likely already know, but what you need to do is you need to ask deeper questions and you need to ask questions that will allow you to relearn or learn the evolving person that you have been with in the past year. So people may think that you're moving so quickly, but you're forever going to be learning someone new. If you have that mindset now, the opposite spectrum to this. And the reason why my mindset is split is -hmm. because of something else that I recently learned that somebody said someone did to me that I've never heard this term before. Have you heard of the term love bombing?
0: No, I've never heard of love bombing. What's love So bombing? let let <laughs> me share.
1: Well, and this is the thing. I was saying in my head, I was like, oh, Yanni's definitely going to know it because she's my relationship guru and she knows it all. Uh, but we're always coachable. Okay. We're always learning new things. So okay. I was talking about my experience with this guy that I really liked, and he pursued me very, very hard and very, very fast, right? And it was very... Um, almost overwhelming in a sense where I felt very strongly for him, but just like I would with anybody else. I like to take my time in mm. getting to know somebody and opening myself up completely and letting my guard down completely because you don't really know somebody or all of somebody in that honeymoon phase in the beginning, because of course everything is great in the beginning and the, and everybody shows, you know, their positive attributes and is on their best behavior in the beginning. So to drop like an I love you in in the first two months it almost feels like it's not genuine. So it kind of contradicts what I was saying that you can't tell someone how to feel um, but I truly feel like love is something that is built and love is something that is earned through experiences and really getting to know somebody. So mm. I'm, talking, I'm talking about this guy and how, you know, he he was just talking about Futuristic things and telling me he loved me and wanting to spend all of his time with me. And it was like a lot at once, but I know what I'm ready for in my life. He was younger than me, and I know what I'm ready for in my life. And so I want to be in a relationship at this point in my life where I'm spending a lot of time with someone, where I'm talking about the future, where I'm planning for things in the future. So that's where I'm at genuinely, right? So, long story short, after a very short period of time, It was the complete opposite energy from him, right? So one of my friends was like, oh, he love-bombed you. And I'm like, what is that? Like, what does that even mean? And she was like, you know, when someone is really infatuated with you or really excited about you in the beginning and they really want to get you to, like, you know, feel strongly about them, they just kind of pour, 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 pour everything on you at once and, like, completely engulf you with like all of this love and intensity and emotions and it gets you to kind of fall into the trap of this love bomb mm. I need and to it could either you know be a good thing. isn't this crazy it could either be a good thing or it could be a negative thing because it could not be genuine or it could be genuine so that's like where you have to really that's scary. It is scary because you but really have thinking. to keep your eyes open. You have to keep your heart right. open. You have to keep your mind open. You can't, and and a love bomb is literally like, because you you want to believe that everything is is real and you want to believe that of everything course. is genuine because of it's course. new and it's and it's like, you know, why would this person, I trust this person. Why would this person ever do this to me? Like, you don't know. Nope. So it happens often where like they call it, like it's another word almost for the honeymoon phase because they call it that because it's so intense. But it's intentionally intense because the person is being so intentional with their actions and with their words and with the things that they want to get from you in the beginning. But the, the bottom line is, is, is it doesn't it stay that way? Is it consistent or does the person completely change and ghost you and, and fall off? So that's mm-hmm. where you make that where you make that decision there.
0: And that's a really big risk to take um, because you also sacrifice I feel like you sacrifice your heart and in, in a sense of, I don't know. Okay. I know what I'm feeling and I see what you're, what you're showing me, but the love bombing part, that's the scary part about it because you, the whole entire time, like you just said, the whole entire time I'm, opening my heart to you i'm sacrificing my heart my emotions uh by letting you in and just imagine because it could you know it could go both ways like you like you just mentioned it could be genuine wow great amazing but then it can be oh well it was just for the time being and well eh, this is how i feel now uh i'm kind of out of it so ugh. don't know what to do now that really is interesting. I've never heard that term "love bomb," and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look more into it. And thank you for bringing that up. Because you're so that welcome. Brings me, that brings me. Uh, that brings up this question: Would you? Would you? I, I saw this. Well, it was, a, it was on a show. I forgot the name of the show. I can't think about it. Um, I can't think about the name. I can't think of the name. But basically, you ask no questions. Are you okay with not asking any questions about what they do? What are their aspirations in life? What happened in, you know... Uh, in their like past how was their childhood Uh, things of that nature or any questions that you may have that you you really want to ask but you stop yourself because you just want to let this person be who they are and what they are showing to you right here right now how do you feel about that I say this all the time that
1: we aren't a product of what we've been through. Right. We're, not defi- we're not defined by what we've been through. Right. But a lot of what we've been through and our experiences, our traumas, our lessons, the things that we've seen, felt, experienced, all of that is going to, regardless if you want it to or not, have some sort of impact on how you move in the future. Mm. So I think, I think that if you're really trying to get to know somebody in and out and build a connection with somebody and be able to understand how to love someone. Like for, in order for someone to know how to love me, they need to know partially, you know, some of the things that I've been through in relationships in life. Um, I mean, you could maybe hold off on some things like plans for the future or like talking about family and kids, like, Those things shouldn't even be spoken about if the basics and the prerequisites aren't even there. So like, why, why do I want to know where you see yourself in such and such years or how many kids you want, or what kind of a family dynamic you want, or like questions about parenting or things like that. If you won't even know how to love me correctly, Mm. like, why, why would we even get to that sort of a conversation? Because the basics aren't even there, right? And some people jump straight to like this bucket list of questions for people without even understanding who a person is first. Mm. So there are certain things that I feel like are important to discuss. For example, this whole love bombing thing, like what are you looking for? Are you looking for a committed relationship or is this something that you just want to have fun with? Those are questions that you probably should have in the beginning. Mm. Um, are, are we seeing, are we seeing just each other or are we dating multiple people? Those are questions you should talk about in the beginning. So Absolutely. there's certain things that I would wanna know on my end, being a 31-year-old female, that's not just dating to date. I'm dating for purpose. So mm-hmm. I, I I would ask certain questions, you know, like because if not-
0: baby is a pretty chain, <laughs> that's pasta, the R- baby, please go, sister. Keep going, cool <laughs> <child>, Honey, <laughs> you better keep going mm-hmm. as you were saying. Listening. I'm
1: just saying that if if you, if you want to do right by yourself, don't hide from the questions in your mind. Like you, you asked me, you know, would you be okay with not asking certain questions? Absolutely not. Mm. Because the worst feeling in the world, and I know all of you guys who are listening can relate to this is uncertainty is not knowing what someone's intentions are, not knowing where someone's head is at, not knowing how somebody feels about you, not even knowing how you may feel about a certain situation. Right. Uncertainty is probably the most uncomfortable feeling. And sometimes it could be a good thing, especially if you're single and you just you know, need time to figure things out, that's okay. But when you're in a relationship with somebody, you need to set clear intentions and have communication that is effective. Otherwise it's just gonna be a mess. What about you? Do you feel like you would hold back from asking certain questions or you're okay with no. you holding off? Yeah, I know you.
0: No. <laughs> you said, I, like to ask questions. I like to ask questions because it's important to ask your partner. I- I'm going to use I'm going to use an example. You can't base a relationship because of equal sexual appetite, right? you can't face you can't say i'm going to get into a relationship with this person because oh my god the sex is so amazing right. once you get into a relationship with someone just because the sex is so amazing you do understand that there will be other areas where you both are going to start failing at because you're not asking the right questions you aren't so intertwined with one another in regards to the emotional part, the support, the you know, uh, understanding each other's love languages. So for for me, I feel that questions are valid to ask someone at the beginning while when you're dating them, because you want to see what are their goals in life, what are their aspirations in life. So then later on down the road. When you two are not understanding each other's goals and how you want to go this way and they want to go that way, all you can do is blame yourselves, right? Because you didn't ask those questions at the beginning. You just kind of accepted what it was. And I I saw, I, I saw this. Now I remember couples therapy. So there's a show on Showtime called couples therapy. And one of the couples at this couples therapy was talking about how when they first met uh, the wife, they had been married for six years. The wife had accepted, uh, well, at the time they weren't married but when they got together, she accepted his career and accepted how he would move and the things that he would do in regards to communication. She never fixed the communication part of it, which was uh, he would go out with friends, not invite her to come out and like meet him with coworkers, uh, friends. It was kind of like, I'm gonna go out and you can stay home. She didn't understand why he would do that, but she respected that because she's like, well, he's here with me. He is in a relationship with me. And I should respect him as the individual that he is. So I'm not gonna ask any questions. Now, fast forward, they are married. They're having issues within their marriage now because she never corrected that or asked the right questions. She kind of just, not kind of, she accepted him for exactly who he was. Mind you, he disappears for hours at night. Uh, Whenever he goes out, he doesn't pick up her phone calls his phone is off, then he appears at whatever time at night, she starts to ask him questions, and his answer to her, because it's true, well, this is how you met me, and you know how I feel about that. Now <laughs> that we're met, but wait a minute, can you blame her though? Can you blame her though? Because she didn't ask the right questions. She didn't, she didn't correct that at first. She was just- accepted.
1: She is allowing him to do things to her that makes her feel
0: uncomfortable. Exactly. But if she's accepted and allowed this, because in her mind, I am accepting, this is her mentality. This was her mentality at first when they first got together. They were together for about two years, got married, and were married for six. Within the marriage is when things started getting worse, because He would keep telling her every time, well, this is how you met me. Everything I showed you at the beginning is true, is who I am and who I still am today. You never told me you had a problem with it until we just got married. So this is why I feel that it is important to ask questions. I like to ask questions because I need to know, like you said, I am dating with purpose. When I found my, when I found, when I got into the relationship that I'm in now, him and I, yes, we had individual goals. We knew where we wanted to be in life. We were into the like similar things. And there were some things that I wasn't into. For example, he is a sport junkie. Like he loves sports. He could watch every channel every sport channel that is talking about the same thing over and over again and he will not get tired of it for me i'm like oh my god i am not a sports uh sports junkie but you know what it actually doesn't bother me but just imagine if i didn't ask him that <laughs> it's just right. if he never shared that with me and now i'm in a relationship with someone <laughs> that loves sports and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't stand it. And you know what is so crazy? The crazy right. part is that the goals that we mentioned at the beginning are the goals that we are working together that, are, uh, that we are working on as, you know, as we are together in this relationship right now. So when you ask certain questions and you get the answers, you already know what you're getting yourself into and you feel more secure. You don't you don't feel that uncertainty of, hmm, I wanna ask these questions, but you know what? I'm not gonna ask that question because I just simply don't care. I'm gonna accept them for who they are and it is what it is.
1: So I also think that not only should you ask questions, but you should experience things with somebody. So Absolutely. anybody- anybody can tell you what they want or what they're gonna do or how they feel but it's really all in how they present to you and how their actions match what they're telling you so Action, I definitely. love a hundred percent and I love that you and Taylor are living together right you're not married yet but you're living yeah. together so you're you're, yeah. you're you're you have a trial husband right now like you're able yeah. to see it's it's so true like Yeah. The old school mentality was that you got married first and then you move in with each other. I do not know how in God's name any of those relationships worked. God bless Mm -hmm. because I would really need to see how someone is day in and day out with their actions and and the way that, you know, they treat me on a day to day basis with that committed full time relationship before signing up for it and saying like this is what I want to do so like there's questions you need to ask there's experiences and and time that needs to be put in before you know that someone's really down for you right. and I think that that it's just so important and and one big thing one big big thing um, one of the solutions that we want to talk about today is yes. committing to somebody for the right reasons or being in a relationship for the right reasons yes Feel like one of a a very, very big teller in a relationship is how somebody acts and treats you during times of adversity or conflict. Right. So everything could be great between you and somebody until a problem happens. Right. Until you don't agree, until someone's upset with the other person, until there's a lapse in communication, until someone's triggered, whatever it is. During that incident between two people that are in a relationship, mm-hmm. the way the other person responds, the way they handle it, the way they communicate, the way they speak to you, address you, the way they move with you on how to either fix it or if they if they completely flop and mess everything up and show you a different side of them that you didn't expect to see. Right. That's a huge thing because you may want to be with somebody and you may want to you know, see a future with somebody because everything's been great. But until you actually hit a hard place in your relationship and you see how the two of you together as a unit can get past that and get over it and communicate effectively so you both feel comfortable, that's a huge teller to see if this is the person that you want to commit with, because it's not always going to be great. You're going to face challenges with this person. So it's really
0: important. Very important. It is extremely important. I'm so happy that you know you brought those points up because there is no such thing as a perfect person, perfect relationship, perfect marriage. there it, There are so many different reasons why couples get into arguments, get into disagreements, and it's because you start as especially when you live together and you've been with someone for a long time you will start to see that you will start to realize that there are some things you are still healing from you are there are some triggers that start to come up and Whether you like it or not, you need to be understanding and sit there, listen, regardless of how you feel, you can't tell someone that they are wrong for feeling the way they feel. You can't tell someone, no, that's, you're, you're wrong. You can't feel that way. Um, Amen. Wait a minute. No, you can't tell, you can't tell somebody that they are wrong because you don't know how they processed A certain experience. You can't tell somebody, hey, you know what, I went through the same thing and well, it didn't affect me. Okay, well, that's you. That is you. When you are in a relationship with someone and you agree, you understand that is much more than just a relationship and an agreement to share your life with someone. You have to also understand that this is a, a complete when you, first met this, when, when you first met this person, they were a stranger to you. They are an individual. They were a stranger. So you're getting to know this stranger. Now they're no longer a stranger, but they are going through different levels of themselves, transitions. Now is a different version of them. And these different versions you have to be ready for. You have to. If you want to make a relationship work, and and especially now that you are let's say you are married you agreed for life to be with this person through thick and thin through thick and thin through through sickness and in health till death do us apart that is very right. serious so when you get into a relationship understand that like you said it's a trial it's a trial like you are actually going through these motions so when you do get married you understand that now you two are on a whole nother level so that's why asking these questions even throughout your relationship ask them ask these questions talk about each other's uh you know triggers things that you don't like to be done to you talk about how you feel about double standards i do it in my relationship my man checks me and i'm okay with that i'm okay with the fact that my man checks me and lets me know okay so how is it is okay for you to do something but it's not okay for me to do it i love that it's accountability
1: and i think that that's really important talk about it that's
0: exactly what i was going to say accountability these are all solutions to you know, being, being, like, be with someone for all the right reasons. You wanna grow with them. You don't wanna get with someone, oh, because you feel lonely. Oh, because I see everybody else in a relationship, so I'm gonna go for it. Oh, because I need someone to support me financially because I can't do it myself. Oh, because I need someone to make me happy because that, that, that's what I need. No, 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 no. Those are all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Those are all the wrong reasons now <laughs> don't get me wrong you have some core values and these are part of it. okay no problem I'm I'm not going to take that away from you but what I'm saying is if you solely get it you're looking for a relationship for just those reasons only uh you're gonna have some failure you're gonna experience some disappointment or disappointments So I read,
1: I read something that, um, told you to write down the things that you want in a person and the things that you would want in a relationship that have nothing to do with like surface level things in terms of like that list you sent me from that girl who was looking for a a baby daddy or, or looking for a stepdad and six feet tall and all these things like Asking you to write down a list of things that would make you feel fulfilled emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all of the things that have nothing to do with physical attributes, even even things like lifestyle or habits or things that are important to you in your life, like you said, core values, because you get into a relationship to learn how to love each other. You're not supposed to automatically know. People assume this and they're too quick to like break up and to just end things because they don't take time to learn a person. Right. And we all deserve to be in relationships that make us happy. You want to be somebody that feeds your soul, helps you grow. You know, you're worthy of connections that are loving, nourishing, kind and authentic. Like before you settle for anything or you settle for a person that, you know, checks off your boxes of, of things that are not going to even matter down the road, you have to really think of the things that are important to you. Like for me, it's like someone who's not just going to give up on me and just walk away. Like there's been so many people that have come in and out of my life. And that to me just shows that I don't mean that much to you. If you could just walk out of my life, Uh, Then I don't mean that much to you, right? And a part of me, a part of me, like, and I know myself, and I decompress, and I always correlate my current feelings to past experiences to understand why I may feel a certain way. But people don't do that; they just name an emotion and just like blame themselves for it. Like, there's Mm -hmm. reasons why you feel a certain way. It's it's okay to feel a certain way, but you need to know what you want from your partner in order to help you move forward in life in a happy, healthy relationship where it should have you feeling safe, loved, and like you're enough. That's Absolutely. what's most important.
0: So what are some solutions that, or a solution that you would, uh, recommend to have like a healthy pace, um, for you to get into a relationship? Like what is a healthy, a healthy pace for you to agree? Okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be in a relationship. What are some solutions you recommend? So going back to kind of what I said in the beginning, I
1: feel like you have to go into things already happy with yourself. Like you have to know that you can't apply pressure to yourself or to the time of your life or the age that you are or Mm -hmm. the circumstances that you're in, because that's applying pressure to both yourself and somebody else. And that's already going to mess up the connection with somebody. So I think like knowing that you're good and happy and love yourself enough to give it a try and be open and have an open heart, but also protect yourself and not just settle for anything because you're in a rush to be in a relationship. Mm. So I think that like I said in the beginning, if it's genuine and you meet someone and you want to move a little bit quicker, you're both feeling like it's a safe space for the two of you. You've, you know, covered communication boundaries and you've spoken of things that you feel like will be important to move forward. Like I don't want to say that there's a time frame where there's a healthy pace to go at. I just think that you should take your time in exploring a person and exploring a connection and allow things to unfold because time is a very big teller and what you know about someone in two months is going to be very different from what you know about somebody in two years. So don't allow pressures of what you want. Ultimately, like you're don't think of the end goal in the beginning, because the end goal is always, the end goal is always to, you know, lock that person down, be committed. This is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. This is the person I'm going to be with forever. And like, I found them and now let's start, let's go, you know, like, take that, take that mentality out and just focus on the now and enjoy just bonding and and loving that individual for who they are and learning them. I think that that's really a solution that I would give to people that, you know, are are getting into relationships.
0: Absolutely. I, I feel like you, you definitely gave more than one solution. um, And I agree with them all. It is, it, I, I loved what you, what you mentioned. You said, That don't think about the end goal in the beginning. I feel that's what happens a lot in dates. When you go on a date, you create this idea of this person, and then you try to fit into this person's lifestyle or characteristics, personalities. And then you just have this fantasy in your mind of, hmm, this is what this person can be in my life. You don't know them yet, you're just getting to know them. You're just getting to know them. So I love that you mentioned, don't think about the end goal at the beginning. Really get to know this person, taking your time. Everything that you said, um, I definitely do agree with. And another solution at moving at a healthy pace in a relationship is just be open with each other. Really talk to each other because even if you don't wanna ask the questions, talk. Just talk, talk about what makes you happy, talk about the the things that bring you joy, plans that you have in the future that you'd like to try with them. Are you into things like that? I feel like that's when the questions really start to come up. It comes up naturally when you are open with someone and have a genuine, like you said, a genuine interest and conversation uh, with this person. I
1: truly believe in the when you know, you know.
0: Yes. And I, I, I feel like
1: there are if I can look back on just a dating experiences in general, you know, when you go out with someone or you talk to someone on the phone or you just experience someone and you actually feel a connection versus you see somebody for, oh, they're attractive. You know, I like the way they dress. You know, I right. have a good job like you, you sometimes place people in categories. And I know that men do the same thing with women. Cause one of my, one of my good guy friends told me the same thing that men do this with women. And Eddie said it as well. Eddie said that men put women in categories too. Right. And it's just, you know, you could find a guy that, you know, you look at them as the, in, and the outside, on the outside exterior. And you say, you know, there's all these great things about them. Right. But when there's a, but, you know, you don't feel that emotional connection, but when you have somebody that You know, is bringing you joy. That's giving you the those butterflies. It's making you want to talk to them. That's making you interested in getting to know them. Follow that feeling and go with the feeling that pulls at your heart and that makes you actually want to give your time, effort, and energy to somebody. Because when you look at that person that just checks off your list, remember that they're not really making you feel intrigued. It's just they look good from the outside. So pay attention to things
0: like that. Talk about it. Well, I loved this conversation. Um, you know, solutions for moving at a healthy pace in a relationship and committing to a person for the right reasons, I feel is very important to discuss, especially in today's world. Um, today's definition of relationships and dating and, oh, child, don't get me started. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and we'll be lo- here for and another hour so and we
1: learned about love bombing too me and you ask, both learned about something new i am going to do
0: more research on that so um we might just be talking about some love bombing in the future <laughs> i smell ask. i smell another topic <laughs> right, exactly we are never ever out of topics And I just wanted to let everyone know, feel free to email us, email us, let us know what topics, you know, you are interested in seeing us discuss because yeah, we have all the topics and I know that, but you know what else you guys are a part of this community. You guys are a part of, you are a part of our podcast. So Don't ever feel like you can't reach out to us and let us know, hey, I'm interested in getting some solutions uh, for this topic.
1: And that's what we're here for. We're here to, you know, target our audience and things that you may want to hear us talk into or dive into. So feel free to message us, email us. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can leave us a review. You can follow us on both platforms to get alerts when episodes are posted. And of course, we will remind you through Instagram. And we are so grateful that you guys are here and that you listened up until this point. God bless you all.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Feel free um, to to support us on all platforms. Share this podcast with your friends. We are definitely going to be back next week. It's every week. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. And we will be talking to you very soon. Enjoy the rest of your evening or enjoy your evening guys. (laughs) All right. Bye.